With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Instant Reaction Podcast following Iowa's 19-10 Senior Day victory over the Illinois Fighting Illini. And Illinois' defense, uh, really, really a good unit. I mean... Iowa only ran for 79 yards on the ground. They averaged 2.5 yards per carry. And no, Iowa is not a rushing juggernaut this year. Far from it. There is a lot of work in the offseason, a lot of soul searching, in my opinion, in the offseason relative to Iowa and how they approach their running game, their running schemes going forward. Um, but that Illinois defense really good and they have been all year and and football is such a funny fickle game illinois beats wisconsin in champaign iowa falls short against wisconsin in madison and iowa beats illinois in iowa city just how things go sometimes Uh, by the way the 10 points for Illinois. I looked at this during the final minutes of the game. This is the 10th opponent on the Iowa season. Out of of, of 11 games they've played, the 10th time that Iowa has held its opponent to 20 or fewer points in a game. And I went back and looked at every season for the Ferentz era, and they've never done that before. And my guess is that's going to maybe go back to 1981. And, And just to satisfy my curiosity here, I'm going to type this in right now and look back at 1981, that defense from 1981 for Iowa, which is fantastic and one of the gold standards in Iowa football history relative to defense in the modern era. 1981 team, uh, Iowa State had 23, Indiana had 28, Illinois had 24, and Washington had 28. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Nope, they didn't do it either. Um, That's a stat that might be on the uh you know the the time capsule for this defense somebody tweeted at me that iowa for the eighth time this season held their opponent to their season low and i got people tweeting at me during this game oh i was giving up 200 yards rushing to illinois they wound up giving up 192 but that's a lot this isn't an elite defense hey folks you know what unless the rules have changed they still Decide who wins and loses games by who has more points. And when you hold eight of your opponents on the season to their season low, and in 10 of the games that you've played, out of the 11, the opponent has scored 20 or fewer points, you're kicking ass. Period. Move on. Read more about the game and understand how it works. Defense this year for Iowa has just been fantastic. And I, I really don't want to hear anything. Well, you know, and sometimes they didn't get stops. My gosh, there's 14 possessions in a game. Sometimes it doesn't happen every time. Anyhow, we'll move on. 
Uh, Nate Stanley, 18 of 35, just above a 50% completion in his last day in Kentucky. He was really hyped up, throwing balls way too hard a lot. But my gosh, that one play that he made where he eluded a, a dead-on sack. He should have been sacked, should have been dead on arrival. But he gets out, he's running to his left, throws across his body for a 40-yard completion and hits Amir Smith-Marset in stride when just the previous series he didn't look good, the second quarter he didn't look good, Salem passes, inaccurate, and he makes a play like that. Then he makes several plays with his legs. You know, May Stanley wasn't a consistent quarterback in his time at Iowa, but man, did that guy compete hard. Still has two more games left. I'm not, like, he's not done. But he's taken a lot of heat, I think, unfairly. I mean, criticism is fine. Critiquing someone is fine. Making observations that someone's inconsistent is fine. But far too many fans on Twitter, in my opinion, have almost made it personal for this guy. And it's it's disappointing. Find something better to do with your life and time if that's how you're going to be. Because you're just wasting others. You just are. For the game, I with 387 total yards, Illinois 336. Uh, 308 passing to 144. Iowa just 79 yards rushing, and that breaks the tendency of when they don't get 100 yards, they usually lose, and they usually do. So this was a, a tendency breaker. Uh, 16 first downs for Iowa, 20 for Illinois. Iowa 5 of 16 on third. Illinois 5 of 15 on third. And for Iowa in this game, on their 16 third down attempts, their average distance to gain was 7.3, and Illinois 6.4. 7.3, that makes the sledding a lot harder uh, on your offense. Uh, on first down for both teams today, um, Iowa averaged six yards in Illinois, 6.2. So second down was uh, no bueno for both of these teams in this game today. Illinois with three turnovers, Iowa with one. Illinois came into this game with a, I think, nation's best plus 14 in turnover margin. That's now down to plus 12 as Iowa won that battle today. Very timely fumble uh, late in the game. Um, that Iowa recovered. Illinois' quarterback was running. It got punched out. That was uh, big because Iowa was able to go down and kick another field goal uh, in this game. Iowa with three sacks on the day. Mir Smith-Marset, four catches, 121 yards. That was tops for Iowa. Tyrone Twace, Tracy, Tyrone Twacy, six catches for 56 yards. Tracy with 10 targets again. Smith-Marset with eight. Didn't see uh, Brandon Smith in this game. Nico Regani with three. So the receivers go over 20 targets yet again. Uh, tight ends, welcome back. Sam Laporta, two catches, 36 yards, four targets. Nate Weeding, two catches, 25 yards, four targets. Sean Beyer, one catch, 40 yards, three targets. So that's the most tight end targets I think we've seen um, all, all season this year. Uh, Keith Duncan moves his uh, season field goal total up to 27, which is a new single season record in the Big Ten. Um, congrats. Also means your offense isn't finishing drives with touchdowns when you're settling for that many field goals. But hey, it's good to have one of the best kickers in the nation uh, this year for an offense that struggled to score just what the doctor ordered in hindsight right uh we i just said right i'm sorry that's so freaking stupid i hate when people do that Kristen welch leads iowa with 12 tackles 10 solos one sack on the day uh aj epines said no sacks in the day 1.5 tackles for loss uh he was very much a force on this day 
Geno Stone with a sack, as well as Joe Evans. Joe Evans just comes in and makes sacks. I mean, his his sacks per minute played has to lead the nation, I would think. He is somebody that is uh, fun to go in and see uh, unleashed on, on the inside for Iowa. Iowa now moves to 8-3 and three on the season. I had them at 8-4 and four before the year began, so uh, we've at least hit the 8-win mark there for Iowa with the opportunity next week in Lincoln, a short week for Iowa, uh, as Nebraska is just kicking off as Iowa ended its game, the Black Friday game, 1-1-30, somewhere in there. So Iowa has a chance to go 9-3, and three, and I said before the season, and I still believe it. If Iowa goes 9-3, and three, I think it's a really good year for them considering the schedule they played. Nobody in the top 25 of this last week's playoff top 25 rankings played more ranked teams than Iowa with five. Iowa having one of the toughest schedules among any of the teams currently ranked in the college football playoff 25. Iowa 2-3 and three against those teams. They beat Minnesota and Iowa State. They lost to Michigan by seven. They lost to Wisconsin by two, and they lost to Penn State by five. So, yeah, if they win next week against Nebraska, 9-3, and three, really good. But also, like, 5 in a row against Nebraska, better. That would be really fun. <laughs> that, um, that was the last game at Kinnick Stadium, I believe, for A.J. Epinesa, for Tristan Wirfs, and likely for Alaric Jackson, and, of course, all of the seniors who played their final day at Kinnick Stadium, an emotional day. Always great to end it with a win. I'm sure Kirk uh, is going to be very emotional in the postgame locker room, as is uh, his way, and it's a beautiful way. He's a guy that instills a lot of – definitely gets his team to play and fight for him, um, almost like a father figure. So congratulations to these seniors. Um, Congrats to these players that left it all out there today for our enjoyment. And it was enjoyable. And if you weren't entertained and enjoyed, again, there's probably checkers and chess with your kids you could play with. But at any rate, we'll talk to you tomorrow.